welcome back, Destiny Makers, to our weekly podcast, Design and Destiny, where we are aligning with a power movement of God as we search out how, how to grow, how to flourish, how to thrive, how to live deeply in God's purposes for our lives so that we can more fully release God's power and glory and testimony in the world. And if you're new to this podcast in the Destiny Maker community, well, we we give you a special welcome. And if you like what you hear today, consider subscribing to our weekly podcast and be sure to check us out at destinymakers.org so that you can see all the resources that we have to offer you. Well, as I was preparing for my trip to the biblical sites in Greece and Turkey and Israel, I had several prayer requests from our Destiny Makers community to bring to the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem. Now, the wall is the only remaining support structure from the Second Temple, which was built after the Israelites returned from Babylonian captivity, and then it was later destroyed by the Romans in 70 AD. And it is a sacred site for Jews particularly, but people from all around the world who visit the old city of Jerusalem slip pieces of paper with prayer requests into the cracks of the wall. Now, my offer to bring prayer requests wasn't based on, you know, some type of magical superstition because the scriptures tell us and we know that when we draw near to God, we can be confident that he'll draw near to us. We don't need the temple, but that temple that King David envisioned, but his son, King Solomon, was commissioned to build. It was built to honor God and to provide a place where his holy presence would dwell. And as post-resurrection Christ followers, we know that God's divine presence now resides in us through the Holy Spirit. So again, we don't need to place our prayers in the wall for God to hear them. But it is a sacred place that God himself directly designed, giving very specific architectural instructions for what he wanted. And so I do believe that it's holy ground. Well, I noticed from the prayer requests that most of them were concerning personal circumstances that were really plagued with worry, doubt, anxiety, insecurity. And clearly, I mean, the past two years of COVID with its constant media fear mongering and personal isolation and uncertainty, it really has ratcheted up these symptoms for sure. And and even numerous studies have been published citing really staggering statistics in the rise of anxiety and addictions, depression, divorce, even suicide. But thankfully, as Christ followers, we have the privilege to choose, to choose our perspective over life's circumstances. And I'm not just talking about trying to hype up, you know, ourselves into positive thinking or guilt ourselves into shame because we've entertained those fear-based feelings. Because the kingdom reality is this. Once you gave your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, the scriptures tell us that you were brought back into a redemptive relationship with God. You were adopted into the family of God and given citizenship in heaven. That privilege is far more, far more than just a mere physical, uh, more mere theological position. 
It's a promised covenant reality that our gracious father extends to us now. I mean, it's a mystery for sure. You know, how can we be in two domains at the same time, an earthly domain, but also our heavenly domain, particularly when we don't necessarily taste and see the heavenly kingdom of God. But our time on this planet as Christ followers is designed for us to press into our heavenly hope and to develop a faith-filled heart that rises above our circumstances rather than being stuck under the circumstances. See, as believers in the triune nature of God the Father, Christ the Son, and our precious Holy Spirit, along with God's word given to us in the Bible, we have the amazing honor of living on earth while possessing dual citizenship. You know, perhaps some of you really understand this concept well. Perhaps some of you were born into and retain citizenship in your country of origin, but through a legal process of consent and confession and commitment to the new country to which you now belong, you live and you operate according to the laws of the new land. And the laws of the former country no longer pertain as long as you are in your new land. Now, certainly it's a paradox and it can be hard to wrap our heads around. I mean, we live and breathe here in this physical earth governed by natural law, but we also have the opportunity to live from God's kingdom reality, believing, receiving, and applying the rights and privileges that yield abundant life for us. So you don't need to live in deficit any longer. You don't have to be burdened by fear and worry and anxiety and stress and more. Abundant life is for now, not just the hereafter. Why? Well, because God is an abundant God. He is not lacking in any capacity. And he blessed you and me to carry his image. Well, as image bearers, you possess the abundance of his nature in you, including his power and authority. And in fact, Jesus proclaimed this to his followers when he said that all authority, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him. And then he extended that authority to us, his disciples, telling us that whoever believes and is baptized will see signs and wonders follow in his name. And he even described what those signs and wonders would be, driving out demons, speaking in tongues, healing the sick. See, a healthy heart, a healthy heart is fully persuaded that God will do what he promised, even in the waiting. A great example in scripture of this is Romans chapter 4. Read about the promise of a, given to Abraham and how his body was almost as good as dead. And yet he didn't waver in his faith because he was fully persuaded that God would do what he promised, even though he waited years and years and years for that promise to be accomplished. That type of faith, it leaves no room for fear and worry and anxiety and doubt to dwell. I mean, sure, those emotions may rise up, but the citizen of heaven quickly diminishes those illegal, illegal ideas 
and decrees the proper laws of the land. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, evidence of the fruits of dwelling in his spirit. See, a healthy heart tastes experientially and sees in faith that they lack no good thing. Even in the midst of trials and hardships, you can trust the extravagant abundance of God who, listen to this, places a banquet feast of overflowing right in the face of your enemy. That's Psalm 23. He places a banquet feast of overflowing right in the face of the very enemy trying to taunt you. See, in the midst of your trials, how healthy is your heart? Do you store up in your heart all the negative outcomes possible? Do you forsake or forget the lightness of Jesus' yoke that he offers you in favor of the heavy burden and captivity of your own? Or do you choose to taste and see the outrageous beauty of a banquet table that silences the words of the enemy who wars against the wisdom of God? Do you unite in spirit and soul with what God promises rather than what Satan tempts? Do you stand firm on God's word? Or do you allow yourself to be tossed about by the waves of adversity? Citizens in the kingdom or citizenship in the kingdom comes with both responsibility and assignment. See, you've been given the prestige of being an ambassador. That's what the scriptures tell us. And your mission is to bring reconciliation and transformation into your own circumstances first and then out into the world around you so that we might usher in revival. And like Jesus, you are to reveal what the kingdom looks like and how it operates. So you like the parable of the talents and also the parable of the minas. Your task on earth is to multiply all that God has given you. Now, if you need more faith to believe, just ask Jesus, who's the author and perfecter of your faith. He'll give in good measure. He's actually delighted that you'll ask. And if you require wisdom for your circumstances, ask God who generously gives to all who ask without finding fault. He loves to give. God is for giving. See, you don't need the Jerusalem temple wall to encounter God's presence or provoke his response to your prayers. Your body is God's temple. And a transformed and renewed mind works to build strong, enduring walls of faith over every, every earthly challenge and roadblock. So search out the scriptures. Find God's promises that declare the rights and privileges of your new citizenship. Write them out and speak them out. And again, over every circumstance, speak them out again and again and again until the walls of your faith deflect every attack the enemy conceives to steal and kill and destroy your 
destiny. So come on back next week for another episode of Design and Destiny. And if you are really ready to learn how, how to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, please check out Destiny Living on our destinymakers.org website, where we give you neurocognitive scientific tools and scriptural truths to understand the process of how the mind works so that you can learn a step-by-step process to retrain the brain so that you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. Bless you, and we'll see you next week.